Ladies and gentlemen, 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 gentlemen you are now, 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 now listening to two, 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 the P13 Podcast. Yeah. Welcome back to the P13 Podcast. Mm. It's another Tuesday when this is coming out, I should say. And as always, every Tuesday you get a new informational podcast from myself and the other half of the P13 Podcast, which I'll introduce momentarily. Just remember, if you are on the Instagrams, S, plural, we have multiple profiles, I should say. Well, one of them is at project 13 gyms so you can keep the conversation going there uh, with questions or topics or let us know how the podcast has maybe helped you out on your fitness journey you can also use the hashtag p13 podcast there to keep everything synonymous with everything that you're listening to learning applying all that good stuff you can find myself at kemifan k-e-m-i-f-a-n and you can also find the other half of this this wonderful podcast it is the informational han solo the also adam driver look-alike mm. we had a keanu reeves reference last podcast this time adam driver is the other doppelganger of this individual it's the one and only at conway bunga on instagram mr thomas conway i think most people would agree that his nose is bigger than mine Oh, interesting. Let's look it up. I'm going to take a quick gander at this. Uh, he Okay, that's true. He does have a... That's fair. More pronounced. More pronounced uh, nasal feature. Nasal structure. Nasal structure. Yeah. But there it is. There's the, it's the deep, soulful voices of the Adam Driver doppelganger, Thomas Conway. Hello. So if you are seeing the video, which... Uh, we were getting the videos back up. It's been... Say we've been working on a few things in the back end. Been busy. Been busy. Very busy. Uh, for those members listening to this uh, during this time, we are having a little fundraiser. Yes. Yeah. Let's Would you shout like to that go out into there. that a little bit? Yeah, more? we're doing a special workout, uh, a fundraiser workout for one of our members, Dory Shapiro. Shout out, Dory. Um, and it is a fundraiser for Usher One F syndrome. Um, which is uh, a syndrome in which people that have it are born with profound deafness and also have a eye disease that um, causes progressive, progressive blindness. blindness over time. Yeah, it causes progressive blindness over time. So uh, Dory is just the sweetest person you'll ever meet, and we're very happy to support her in, in uh, that cause. And so, yeah, special 9.30 a.m. workout on Saturday, April 23rd, 2022, 2022. Yep. And then we are also raising money. So check out the links in the project 13 gyms, uh, Instagram bio and, uh, also our own bios and our own bios. Uh, those are, there's links in there that you can use to donate to the cause. And then there's also in the project 13 account, there's a link to the Eventbrite. So if you're a SF local and want to come to the workout, it's a $50 donation as a buy-in to the workout. So, yeah. And don't forget, once you have done that, to sign up on Eventbrite. Make sure, oh, you already said That's that. what I just said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking ahead. 
as sometimes <laughs> when we are doing these podcasts. Yeah. So, but that will stay in there. That'll it's be always good to say twice though, because you just need to do it. Sign up on the event, right? Just do it. Just do it. Well, how are you, sir? How's everything else? Doing great. Doing great. Excited for uh, today's episode as always. As as am I. Yeah. Uh, jiu-jitsu. It's always a. I feel like the jujitsu conversation is always going to be one <laughs> that happens because. <laughs> You always talk about it. You like to ask about it a lot. I do. Uh, because it's always been it's a big going part well. of this ever since we talked with Dr. Shannon O'Grady. I yeah, that's like. true. And then yeah. you started going. She, yeah, yeah. Um, it's going like well. You people know. are generally interested about you getting choked out. Yeah, maybe. It's it's probably more interesting to watch. Maybe one 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 day on here we'll do a live uh, choke out. It'll be me getting out choked out camera. by Thomas. No, we'll have someone come in. <laughs> we'll bring in we'll bring in my instructor. He'll come and choke me out. Ooh. That's a that's a bold that's a bold move. He's man of a thousand holds. More than that. Thousand and one. Maybe ten thousand and one. <laughs> Who knows? Tough to say. Uh, but it's hot out here today. It's a sunny San Francisco day, and we're excited. Cool chat. All right. <laughs> Big gulps. Well. <laughs> Big gulps. Okay, I made. See you later. That. I'll edit that out. Nah, Anyways. Uh, today's conversation is a very interesting one. Today we are talking about success, but furthermore, is the journey really over in relation to success? Ever. Is it ever is over? Is it ever over? I you can know. make a simple answer about it and say yes or no, but it can be a very deep question if you really think about it. What is it? What is success? What are achievements? What are the difference between the two? Someone may say, I can, I successfully started a business and grew and sold the business. While others might say, I have achieved the goal of starting a business and now I'm continually, continually, or continually working to keep that business going so that I can prosper in my life. Uh, That's only just one example. In fitness, we like to look at certain metrics, you know. If for those who are in the gym, maybe it's a 1RM, 3RM, 5RM, repetition max, I should say. Or it could be a new 500-meter time on the ergs. In that moment, that's great. Maybe you achieved your new PR. Uh, with that being said, let's not forget to take a step back and look at your overall goal. Were you successful at being healthy during that time? This is just one exa- This is just another example of how you can think about our topic. But Mr. Conway, what is success? So we always like to consult the good old uh, Miriam and Webster. Actually, no, I take that back. Nowadays, we just consult Google in finding a literal definition of what we're talking about often. So the literal literal definition of success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. Mm. All right, so accomplishment of an aim or purpose. So something you are aiming for or something you are being purposeful with. As we thought about this episode... I think success is really relative and I think that's something that we should all always keep in mind. What I maybe define as success may not be what Michael defines as success or what somebody else defines Mm -hmm. as success. It's relative for a lot of different reasons. And when we talk about, you know, physical, physical culture and training and things like that, there's also a lot of different reasons why success may look different, right? So the first one is it's dependent on the discipline, Mm. right? So someone that is successful in powerlifting 
will likely be very unsuccessful relative to a marathon runner. Yes. Right. Um, so discipline is going to dictate the discipline that you are immersed in is going to dictate how you view success um, relative to other people that are maybe involved in other disciplines. It's also dependent on degree of difficulty, right? What I mean by that is for someone that is maybe just a casual runner, success for them would be just completing a marathon. Yeah. Right. Whereas someone that is uh, a proficient more, or a professional yeah. marathoner, we just say that they want to place the at end the, of the top. Spot. Yeah. Like successful to them is a sub. What is it now these days? Like are oh, people doing sub four hour? I marathons? think so. I is think that what the new like I, human feet is? Let's look. There's at something crazy. Yeah. Do a quick Google search on like top marathon times ever. But uh, yeah, like just, just within the last, I don't know, maybe 10 years didn't. Oh, it's no. Okay. I was way off. Wow. Two hours. Yeah. Okay. So this is fascinating too. Just as a side note, like the fastest marathon is two hours, one minute and 39 seconds. So previously, and the fascinating thing about that is it's just continued to get faster, faster over time. Um, wow. That was as recent as 2018. Yeah. So it's not going to be long before someone runs a sub two hour marathon. And then is that now the new definition of success? So I guess that's another thing that I didn't even, in addition to degree of difficulty, it's like maybe for some people, and this is mostly just applying to elite level uh, performers, but for some people it may be dependent upon what was done before you, mm. right? And that kind of sets the bar for success. And it's in, just to piggyback off that, maybe that person's like, great, I achieved a 201, but... But I was going for sub two. Yeah. And so like I didn't succeed. Yeah. Yeah. But man, I got to imagine that the difference between a sub two and a 201 <laughs> that's a like you know it's probably not that it's probably pretty minuscule but also at the same time like so far away yeah a minute 39 that's to a, shave off of a marathon it's a long time it's not a little bit of time that's like yeah but yeah so it's dependent on degree of, dif- of difficulty right i guess to take it into a more everyday example someone that's just a casual three times a week gym goer success to them could be just losing 10 pounds Mm. right or or something along those lines something a little bit smaller and it's dependent on perspective which those two things that we just previously talked about really shape the perspective but there could be other things that in in terms of perspective that shape how you look at success relative to somebody else Mm could be related to how you grew up right that's true you know maybe that has shaped how you view success based on your family and like what they have uh like how i should have been a nurse (laughs) (laughs) transitioning to all about cal episode (laughs) no that's for a later date we're gonna do that but yeah right exactly so you and i have talked about that that your parents the expectation encouraged was to be you a nurse. very strongly to go into that <laughs> field and you chose not to. And maybe for some reason they thought that was success to you and you just didn't see 
the same thing. Success to you maybe was different than what your parents thought was success. And that again is matter of perspective. That is a deep and excellent look into my psyche. (laughs) And say, mom, we just got different perspectives about success. Okay. (laughs) And then you get smacked with the slipper or a belt. (laughs) She still does that. No. Oh, okay. (laughs) I think we've grown out of that phase. Got it. The right. perspective is a huge thing because yeah. uh, because of that, uh, just even that, my my own sorrows. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to cry himself to sleep tonight. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you said it eloquently with the perspective because a lot of people will have different like expectations that you n- think that you should be going yeah. towards, but yeah. it ends up changing. But you might not want it. You might not want it, exactly. Yeah. And that's something that us as coaches have to be particularly in tune with, right? Like, and I had to learn that fairly early on in my training career is at one point I had the goal of getting the fastest 2K row that I could, you know, and initially that started with like getting under seven minutes. And then as I got that, I, I set the bar higher and all that stuff. But I had to realize that a lot of the people coming into the gym every day, they may not really care about that. Mm -hmm. So for me as a coach, it was just a moment where I had to shift how I then helped those people define success and then strive for that success, whatever it was that they set out for. Yeah. Right. And uh, instead of trying to somewhat like oppress my beliefs about what I think success is for me or what I think, well, and we'll talk about success versus achievement, but you know, instead of trying to put that onto them, instead it's like, listen to what they actually want Mm -hmm. and then help them get there. This is a tangent off that, but before I'm going to try not to get too long winded with that, but that's like a wind away. It's a maturity aspect because I think a lot of younger coaches Mm -hmm. will be around that way as well too. Cause I was like that too. Yeah. I think, I think every and I coach, still think that. Yeah, ev- yeah, I think every well-intentioned coach would probably be that way. Mm-hmm. And then you just get a dose of reality and you're just like, oh, they don't fucking care. Like, yeah. and maybe you'll get those people that do, right? But that still has to do with just getting better at listening and, and being like, oh, then you're like, oh, they actually do want to get their 2K mm-hmm. time better. Cool, let's work on that, you know? And then you get that opportunity to, help them do that which is which is fun but yeah you're you're absolutely right i think every coach probably goes through that Mm -hmm. that situation and hopefully all of them grow out of it but i I mean i don't know know. we can only hope yeah we can only hope we can only control what we can control right so just adding into this with your personal experiences with like success what would you say about your own thoughts i personally think success and again it's relative and somewhat opinion based, but I, for me think success or the act of succeeding carries an association with it that whatever you are pursuing is over. Mm. So the best way to think of this, people use the term like I've arrived. Yeah. Right. Or, or they've arrived or somebody's arrived, you know, like started from the bottom now way. Right. (laughs) Um, so, or when there's like a, a rookie who's breaking out in the, or not a rookie. Yeah. A per- right. Yeah. Per- so that's probably the, that's probably the best example that people hear on a regular basis mm-hmm. is like young up and coming star in sports or entertainment or something. And then like they become, they blow up quote unquote, 
and uh, and then people are like wow they've arrived so for me like six the word success carries that kind of association mm-hmm. and i personally never want to feel that way i'm not looking to arrive somewhere because i also think that then arrival carries an association with it of like the end of the destination oh. or the end of the journey that's the better way way to put it the end of the journey and for me the journey is the destination you know that yeah. sounds super cliche but I've talked with other people about this as it relates to fitness and like the idea that you really do have to fall in love with another term for the journey would be the process. Yep. You have to fall in love with the process. And when you get to that point, then you're, you know, whatever goal you're pursuing will come. And it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting kind of experience because then you don't even really care about the goal and it just, comes and like then you might keep that goal right without even thinking about it and it's only because you're just invested in the process and you're Mm -hmm. involved in the process and you're just you're just focusing on that you know there's a term that people use and i don't think this is just using martial arts but um it's the idea of a white belt mentality Mm -hmm. so i think in any form of martial arts there's white belt is the the first belt is that the case for taekwondo yep this is the same i think the white is the it's a clean slate you're starting yeah, from. Right, exactly. And I think that's the same for Aikido and Karate and everything. That's what people will say is like, you want to keep that wet white belt mentality where you're going into every experience or every learning opportunity and you're just like, I'm just ready to take whatever information comes my way with a completely open mind, mm. right? And so that's something that I try to do. And that's similar to another concept that we've talked about in the past of being a generalist, Mm -hmm. right? So even if you theoretically succeed at a certain discipline, there is still so many other things that you can explore to become green again, so to speak, and just put yourself in that learning situation. I think you do a really good job of that in your personal and like in your like for example jujitsu thank you so i I know that from my experience with you and the other thing last point on that is i think once you've thought you've got or i should say uh, sometimes i know people may feel once you arrived somewhere there's complacency exactly and that's yeah and that is something yeah yeah so that's one of the reasons why i don't necessarily want to strive for that Mm -hmm. is because i don't want to get complacent with any aspect of my life really and then, I mean, the other side of it is like, I do just like learning, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just, I just think it's fun to me to do something. And the other piece of this is like, you have to be comfortable doing stuff you're not good at. Yeah. Which for a lot of people is very, very difficult. It is. I have a lot of conversations with people in the gym about this specific concept. And yeah, a lot of people, you know, if there's a workout on the board that has stuff that they, are not good at like they'll it's, they'll be frustrated i don't want to do it and yeah i don't want to do it and it's like why because i'm not good at it it's okay and that's exactly why you should do it mm-hmm. that really is i hate to say it because it does suck if you're not used to it but the second you get used to it it just opens up so many doors mm-hmm. because then you're not afraid to try anything Very and additionally that spills out into your everyday life then whatever in your business in your personal life you're just 
you're just like open to just try stuff and whatever and you never know it might be something that works really well for you right on that's pretty deep we got that deep pretty there. deep so then the antithesis is it the antithesis antithesis how does it feel well i guess this is maybe not the the right term for that but within those concepts when you do find quote unquote success what does it feel like for you yeah so this is a hard question for me to answer and partly it's due to like all the stuff that we've previously been talking about but you know i think the other side of it too is i do tend to be fairly hard on myself mm. So even if I maybe do, from someone else's perspective, succeed at something, I won't see it that way. Mm. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. That could actually be like a negative thing that I should try to work on. But that's just, yeah, but that's just how I am. Probably goes back to something in my childhood, just as everything does for everybody. (laughs) Everything is always tied to people's childhood. Uh, Um, Good old days. Good old days. Pokemon cards. Uh, And pogs. And pogs. <laughs> and then I think I'm constantly striving to be better in everything that I do. So I often don't feel that I've necessarily succeeded at anything. So even if, say, for example, the gym gets to a place where it's, you know, the business is in a good spot, right? Mm-hmm. We're comfortable from a financial perspective, all that stuff. Like I will still look at it and say, what can we make better, right? I think that's a good mindset to always have. Yeah, I think it's, you know, and I've adopted that for certain reasons because I think it leads to you continuing to work hard and strive for things. I think the one last part on this part too is I think what helps with that also is also celebrating some of those achievements, which is another keyword of today's topic. What's the difference between the achieving of something and succeeding at something? Yeah, so that's what I think the the key differentiator should be for a lot of people, right? Like the major difference between the two, two is an achievement usually is something objective, mm-hmm. right? So that's your, oh, I, I squatted 300 pounds. Right. That's your sub seven 2K row. That's your, you know, if it's martial arts, that's your blue belt, right? Uh, like that's your belt promotion. At work, that's your promotion to a new role or your paycheck, like a pay raise. Yeah. So like that is an achievement and those, I think, you know, those should be celebrated. But that again is where it's like, once you get that achievement, you know, don't get complacent, still continue to strive for that next level. Right. If you just squatted 300, you know, strive for 315. If you just got sub seven, go for sub 645. If you just got your blue belt, there's always a purple belt. If you got a promotion, there's always another like level level that you can strive for celebrate that achievement but you know don't don't look at that as uh oh i've like succeeded that's it i'm done you know whatever i've arrived like you know and so that's what i think the the big key is there another example too though that we need to be careful of michael and i were just talking about this before the podcast uh the biggest loser Mm. so if we all remember that show i don't think it's still on is it they might have changed networks or something because people just started understanding that it's actually terrible for people but we looked up some data on this and michael put it in a really really good way he said i think the the thing is like sure they achieved in losing weight but did they succeed in being healthy yeah right and uh and so just like looking at some of the statistics there 
so the average weigh-in before filming The Biggest Loser is 328 pounds. The average weigh-in after 30 weeks on the show is 199 pounds. Ooh. So people would look at that and be like, they succeeded in losing weight. Great. Great. However, the average weight six years after the final on-camera weigh-in, 290 pounds. Right? So that means that on average, participate, participants regain 70% of the weight they'd lost, um, although they did keep off 30%. But keep, on, keep in mind, those are averages. So that means that there could have been some people that ended up right where they started. Mm-hmm. And in fact, there could have been a lot of people that ended up right where they started. So that's, that's an example, right, of like, you achieve something, sure, great, but you got to keep it going, right? Yeah. And these people did not, maybe because they felt like, oh, I did it. You I've know? Su- they've I succeeded. Right. Whatever. I'm done. Yeah. Like, but no, the journey is always going to continue. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's something that you definitely want to keep in mind. And so for me, that's what I, that's what I strive for. I, I focus on gaining more achievements, but regardless of how many I obtain, I always keep that quote unquote white belt mentality. Right. So and I've always really appreciated that about you. Well, thank you, sir. Because it keeps it keeps me in check. Uh, just speaking from personal experiences mm-hmm. here, with yeah. like there's more to the business than okay, that's great. You got a few of these videos up and stuff like that, but we need more so that we can yeah progress this business more. And yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, it's always the cute. The, the there's not the cute, but it's always the uh, the little things that you kind of learn along the way, which make it fun. Yeah and from for myself like growing up in this i do feel like i've matured based on just our time you together sure have as well i think the community would agree well i appreciate michael that. is a new man yes yeah and continuing to uh learn and grow yes yeah and build confidence so that's yeah it's awesome it's awesome to see you make those accomplishments and continue to yeah but i mean i think that's one thing i've seen is you continue to always work on improving which is which is huge and that philosophy ripples out into the training that we do as well at p13 and into the community right and i think that's one of the things that makes the community so special and unique and in the gym speaking of the gym speaking of the gym yeah so to wrap all this up and and apply it to fitness and in the gym i think you really succeed in the gym when you adopt a lifestyle in which fitness and movement are a constant in your life regardless of the discipline. So um, could be, even if it's not the type of training that we do at Project 13, if you pick up dance, if you pick up a martial art, right? If you pick up, you know, piano, distance running or yeah, or even taking it outside of that. But if you get to that point, I think that's when you've really succeeded because you've made it ingrained into your life. And once that happens, then it doesn't matter what you do you're going to start racking up those achievements, yeah. right? So once that becomes ingrained in your life, then then you start to realize too that it's hard to live without using and moving your body daily. And then from there, you can obtain any achievement that you want. And it's just a matter of deciding what that achievement is that you want to pursue. And with that, avoid the bullshit. Avoid the bullshit. Thank you again for listening to the P13 podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This podcast was produced by Project 13 Gyms and a special thanks to Studio Pod Media 
for providing the studio space and additional production. Absolutely. You can find us on social media on Instagram at Project13Gems. You can find myself at Kemifan. That is K-E-M-I-F-A-N. How about you, Thomas? Where can they find you on your social media? You can find me at Conway Bunga. That's C-O-N-W-A-Y-B-U-N-G-A. You can also check us out at project13gyms.com. And if you're in the SF area, come train with us at Project 13 Gyms in Lower Knob Hill. 